Praise the Lord. God bless you, everyone. This is Apostle Ivory Hopkins. I am extremely excited to have you to listen to our podcast messages. We are trusting that the Holy Spirit will bless you. We're going to take you into a message in just a few minutes. Amen. Where I feel that God is going to give you insight, revelation, and wisdom through the teachings that the Lord has given us to present before you. If you want to get up with us on our website, our website is pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. It is my pleasure and my honor to bring this anointed message to you where I am preaching and teaching under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, giving God's people insight that will strengthen their spiritual walk, build their family, and put under their feet the enemy on every level. Now sit back and enjoy this message. God bless you, my dear friend, and thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Welcome all of you to the General of Deliverance podcast. This is Apostle Ivory Hopkins. I am ecstatic today about the teaching that I'm about to give to you guys. Amen. I want to tell you, amen. Also, I want to say this before I start. Amen. I want to thank every one of you that has sold a cash app donation to dollar sign General Ivory Hopkins. I want to thank you for your cash app donation. Evelyn and I appreciate it. Amen. And we thank God for what you send. Any size will do. We usually ask people if they can sow a $5 donation to our cash app. That's dollar sign General Ivory Hopkins. Or you can make a donation to pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. Go to our website and you can make a donation. Well, my dear friends, amen. This morning on the podcast, I will be talking about the spiritual warfare of sowing and reaping. Now, this message is not about uh, how you can make a cash flow and money multiplies and you'll get a harvest. That's not what this message is about. This is about the, how to position yourself to, for the spiritual ramifications that takes place in the spirit by others coming at you and by also the things that you do. And I think this message is going to bless many of you. Hallelujah. So we give God the praise, glory, and honor for his Holy Spirit moving on our behalf. Well, look, soldiers, I'm getting ready to take you into this message and do the teaching. I ask you, first of all, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus that your Holy Spirit, Father God, give us wisdom and guidance. Uh, Father, I ask in Jesus' name, as we go to this word, Father, I ask your Holy Spirit, Father God, to use it, Lord God, to give insight and wisdom to your people. Father God, I ask in the name of Jesus, as I go to this amazing and a mighty word of God, Father, I ask that your anointing rests mightily upon it. Lord God, we ask you Father God, that anything that we have sown in the natural that has caused spiritual ramifications, we ask you, Lord God, to align our life up and to adjust our lives, Lord God, to tear down open doors that have caused us to reap bad things in the spirit. Also, Father God, in this message, I ask for direct clarity as I use the scripture in this powerful message entitled, The Spiritual Warfare of sowing and 
reaping. Praise God. All right, soldiers, we're going to start out right now with Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. We ask you to stay to, well, along with us. By the way, my sweet Evelyn, love you, darling. My wife is downstairs, amen, monitoring this uh, particular teaching. Evelyn, I want you to say a great big good morning to all of the people coming on Facebook Live. Amen. Darling, I love you. I appreciate your support. And I have really reaped a harvest being married to you. Now, that being said, let's go to Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. That's Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. And listen what this word says. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Now check this principle out. Now what this is saying is that the things that is sown in the flesh, the carnal nature, the corruption, and I'm going to get into that a little bit deeper. There is a spiritual principle that is aligned up in the universe. Listen at this. God uses the law of sowing and reaping to bestow his blessing. God bless God's blessing comes generally to the whole world as his as his sun shines and rain to the just as well as the unjust. He sends sun and rain to the just as well as the unjust. So this is a universal principle. Guess what, guys? I was thinking the other day, I heard of a particular actress that had sown a great deal of uh had shown a great deal of finances and help to a country, to a group of people that needed help. And as I looked at that and what have you now, there were things I could set up and say, well, with this person, I disagree with them about this naturally, spiritually. I, 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 but I know right within me that by the universal principle of sowing and reaping and doing that this woman it was is automatically going to receive a blessing from God. The sun shines on the just as well as the unjust. Now I'm not going to stay there talking about who I think's right and who I think's wrong. I'm trying to say to you, brothers and sisters, that there is a natural and a supernatural manifestation uh, where uh, reaping and sowing takes place, and the believer and the enemy knows that if you tap into these things in the right way you can also pull down strongholds and also set strongholds in motion did y'all hear that hello apostle george pearson my good buddy and my friend love you man i'm gonna say this one more time soldiers thus both realms know the natural realm and the spiritual realm the godly and the evil realizes that it depended on what you do you can activate things in the spirit to bring you either harvest or either crop death or destruction. Listen what it says here. Weeping and sowing is a universal principle that God created, period. It's a universal principle that God has created, period. These three laws of sowing and reaping are you have to sow before you reap. Good, bad, or indifferent. You will reap what you sow. You will reap more than you sow. I'm going to go it all over again. And by the way, if you just tuned in, we are not 
talking about money right now. This is not a preacher trying to get you to give me an offering. We are talking about what we do in life, what we sow in life. It, it goes into the universe. It goes into the atmosphere. It goes into your life, and it will reap a harvest. So these three laws, God created them. You have to sow before you reap. You will reap what you sow, and you will reap more than you sow. So if you sow uh, certain things out of your life, out of your character, out of your actions, you will reap that back again. You will also, I glory be to God, in some cases, it will multiply. Number two, sowing and reaping activates things in the spirit and in the spiritual realm. Look at Galatians chapter 6, verse 8. Verse uh, Galatians 6 and 8 reads, For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. Now, when it talks about the flesh, it's talking about that carnal nature that opens the door to certain avenues in our lives that not only binds us up. Now, look, you know I'm a warfare soldier. You know I'm a straight-up deliverance warrior. Straight up. I'm going to tell y'all something. When I look at this verse, what I'm talking about, the spiritual warfare side of it is, look, look, what we sow in the flesh will reap the corruption. Now, let's look at this verse a little bit further. In Galatians 5 and 19 and 20, what you sow into your life will activate what spiritual strongholds can use against you. I'm going to say it again. What you sow into your life will activate what spiritual strongholds can use against you. This is why God turns around and tells us not to do certain things in our flesh and not to do certain things in the spirit realm. Now look what it says in Galatians 5, 19 and 20. And here goes what it says. The acts of the flesh or the King James version says the works of the flesh are manifested, which are these. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery. Number verse 20, idolatry and sorcery, hatred, discord, jealousy, rage, rivalries, divisions, and factions. Now, when you look at that, if I would break that down, look what it is saying here. Spirits need the works of the flesh to gain access. They definitely need the works of the flesh to gain access in your life. The witchcraft multiplies through idolatry and sorcery the unforgiveness operates and bitterness uses their areas of hatred discord jealousy rage rivalries division and factions when the flesh yields to idolatry and sorcery it opens the door to witchcraft and that will multiply the spirits again needs the works of the flesh it needs impurity, sexual immorality, debauchery. Come on now. It needs that in order to gain a foothold and multiply its grip. So guess what? So does righteousness. Righteousness needs us to surrender unto God. The works of the flesh, I mean the works of the spirit, is in which, and gets when, in which there is no law against it is love, goodness, gentleness, faith, temperance, patience, long-suffering. Do you see what I'm saying? So depending on how you yield 
your members, your life to God, it will reproduce in the natural and in the spirit results that will come back at us. And that's what God is trying to cause us to prevent. I say to some of you out there, amen, the enemy has set me and you up. Yes, he has. Y'all hear me? The enemy has set us up. He has set us up trying to get us to do the works of the flesh so that the laws of weeping and sowing will take place not only in our life, but in the life of our generation. Stay with me. Stay with me. Number three, Satan wants us to operate in these things so it can. Let me put this in here. Satan wants us to operate in these things so it can multiply. Got that? That's why he wants us to operate in these things so it can multiply back and forth on us. Got that? That's exactly why he wants us to work, to live a life, allowing it to be free to live any kind of way or treat anybody in any kind of way because he's dealing with the fact that he needs to multiply this in the earth so that he can bring the earth under a whole universal, generational, and spiritual curse. This curse that was activated through Adam and Eve was so powerful of reaping and sowing that when Adam and Eve sowed death into the earth through their sin, the earth no longer could multiply the harvest of life. Fruit yielded no meat. Look what it says in 2 Chronicles 7 and 14. 2 Chronicles 7 and 14 says, If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sin, forgive their sin, and heal their land. Did you see that? So just by humbling ourselves in praying and seeking God's face, our sin will be forgiven and our land will be destroyed from the multiplied lack of destruction and harvest that took place through sin, the works of the flesh. Let me show you something in Romans chapter 12, 19. Now, because this is a universal principle, dear friends, judgment and vengeance belongs to God. Now watch somebody. Now y'all watch somebody listening at this, uh, listening at this message. Watch someone listening at this YouTube, this podcast, this Facebook messenger. Watch somebody go. Well, I guess you can. People can do anything they want to you, and you can't do nothing about it, my dear friend. That is not what I'm teaching. That's not what I'm preaching. I am telling you that the enemy wants us to give hate for hate. The enemy wants us to do evil for evil. The enemy wants us to walk in bitterness, walk in bondage. Why? Because that will multiply and it will reap a harvest that will grow. When good people, when people that are doing nothing to nobody, but yet people come at you, situations come at you to hurt, damage, and wound you, the enemy does it in order to drag you in to this universal principle of reaping and sowing. This is why God says in Romans 12 and 19, dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves. Now, God, are you crazy? Hey, Father, are you losing it? You just asked me not to uh, protect myself, not to avenge. He said, dearly uh, beloved, avenge not yourselves. Why? He said, but rather give place under wrath. Let them cut the fool. 
Uh, you don't you can't stop them from talking and saying now are, are you hearing me i know we can get deep and talk about well if someone came up and tried to attack evelyn would i defend her physically absolutely uh what 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 i what, do i believe that if someone was trying to attack you uh, 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 uh physically that you have to protect yourself absolutely what i'm talking about here amen is even it with that you still have to be guarding your heart lest the enemy can take you to a place that's hard to return from now let me get back to this verse romans 12 19 dearly beloved avenge not yourselves but rather give place to wrath for it is written uh oh here goes what is written vengeance is mine and i shall recompense now what in the world would god say that to me for when god says that vengeance is his and he will recompense and he will repay he is saying I got this. I got this. Don't walk around that office. Don't walk around life just walking in bitterness and anger and, and revenge because I got this. All you got to do is let me have this. I got this. Why? Because vengeance belongs to God. Now, let, let me go down a little bit further, soldier. Totally detach yourself from emotionally and angrily coming after people with bitterness and unforgiveness. God will fight that battle. Now, I'm talking to somebody right now who legitimately in your family, legitimately in your life, there have been people who have done things to you. They have done things and they were dead wrong with what they did. I'm going to say totally detach yourself from emotionally and angrily coming after them with bitterness and unforgiveness because God's going to get them. Do you know that David... I'm going to show you something. King Saul attacked David because of jealousy and envy. King Saul meant what he did to David. Do you know David never once attacked him? Do you know that David actually, even towards the end of Saul's life, David turned around and showed King Saul that you've been unjustly coming at me. And Saul said, I have played the fool. But I maintain to tell you that King Saul, for attacking someone that was not attacking him, King Saul met his own judgment. Listen to me, people. There's a time that we need to know. To let God fight our battle, especially when your heart is all gripped. Now, folks that are listening at me on these on these vehicles, I'm talking to someone in the spirit, somebody that right now needs to hear this. You are sitting around. Why won't God do something? It looks like they're getting away with it. My dear friend, I'm going to say this to you once again. Vengeance is God and he will recompense. Now, get yourself out of the way so that that reaping and sowing thing does not manifest on you. Because have you ever been so hurt? And so bound up by what people done to you that you automatically after a while find yourself doing things to people who ain't bothering you. Did you see what harvest that brought? They got you so bitter. They got you so wounded until you started hurting people. What do we say? Hurt people. Hurt people. Did you hear me? In the universe, the enemy wants us to be locked down in areas of Bitterness or enact certain things in our flesh, regardless what it is, you name it. He wants us to operate in it because he knows it will cause a multiplication. It will multiply. Now, those using witchcraft as a weapon against a person are even careful of the reaping their spells can bring back on them. I was listening to a witch. Yeah, I said it. I was looking at a YouTube that a person had and this witch that was on there talking that girl said that when I was in witchcraft 
Sometimes people would come to me and ask me to curse somebody. Maybe they've been messing with their husband or with their boyfriend. And the woman said, I, a lot of times I would not even enact a curse for them. She said, because I know that when you go to these spirits to enact these curses, those spirits want a harvest out of it. They expect a multiplication. So therefore, that person working witchcraft realized that the person that was paying them to conjure up a demonic interference in the life of an innocent individual or in the life of somebody they don't like or in the life of somebody that they are jealous with, those spirits will come back and want to want they want payback they want to be paid for more than just the money you gave the conjurer those using witchcraft also understand this listen number five the spirit you the, the spirits you call on in a spells look to reap back from your life or your family's life for using them now some of y'all can give all the opinions you want i have been doing deliverance ministry successfully for almost 50 years soldier and let me tell you something. I, I, in my counseling and deliverance sessions that I do weekly, I, I constantly run into people that they have, their family has enacted something in witchcraft, and the person in the family finds themselves suffering attacks, and they did nothing. And we literally have to tell those demons, that person and myself, according to the word, Tell those demons that according to scripture, this person has been translated out of the kingdom of darkness. That Christ had paid the price. Also that, that you no longer have a legal right to hold them under the bondage that their family line or generation did. Why? Because they are a new creature in Christ and they have changed family lines, bloodlines, and spiritual lines. But these spirits that, you, that people use in spells... Sometimes they reap back from your family life. Listen at this. Sowing and reaping of going outside of God is what that is called. In other words, going to someone with witchcraft, going to something that is of an occult nature. Look what it says in Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 9. Thou shalt not bow down thyself unto them, nor serve them. Brother Hopkins, I'm not serving them. I just want them to, to, to attack somebody that attacked me. You're going to them for help. You're seeking from the enemy for something that you should be seeking God for. Thou shalt not bow down thyself unto them, nor serve them. And look why. For I, for I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquities of the father unto the children to the third and fourth generation. Is anybody seeing this? Did you hear what God said? For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, and he visits the iniquity. Look at that harvest. Look what you reaped. One person turns around and bows down or seeks out or goes to something in the occult for anger, for revenge. They hurt me. I, I, I need a leading. And that can open the door to a multiplication of harvest in the spirit. Because up before you did that, that was not operating in your bloodline. Are y'all hearing me? Before somebody in our bloodline messed with this stuff, the enemy had no open door to attack that area. But because they opened that door, 
the iniquity was visited from the fathers unto the children unto the third and fourth generation. This is why when I talk about the spiritual warfare of reaping and sowing, I am talking about that in the in the in the spirit realm and in the natural realm, what we do for God, what we seek out of God, how we live for God carries with it a spiritual harvest, a spiritual ramification. And not just when a preacher is trying to take up an offering in a church service. I'm talking about in life. Also evil, getting people back, going to conjurers, doing all kinds of twisted stuff. You, what your door you open is the same thing you will reap. I have seen this. Now I'm, I'm going to run this by some of y'all. I have seen people that back in the day, they ran through men and women like I don't know what. They hurt. They got a trail of hurting one person after the other. I will never forget a brother shared with me one time. He said to me, Brother Ivory Pastor, he said, you know, uh, God has saved me. God has delivered me. But he said, I walked over a lot of women. He said, I hurt a lot of women. And he said, uh, he said, uh, uh, Brother Ivory, he said, and it came back on me. He said, I remember my first wife. He said, that girl did nothing wrong. And he said, I ran out on her. I dogged her. I would come in whenever I wanted to. I would not be there for her. And one day she just told me, she said, I'm going to call his name John, a fictitious name. She one day he had come in for being out all night whoring around. Yeah, I said it. Beep, excuse me, from being out running around. And she looked at him and she said, you hurt me. I'm leaving. And she left him. He said that that girl was the best woman that he ever had in his life. He said, but I hurt her so much until it damaged me. And guess what happened? The same thing he did to her while he was out there free and she was out there wifing up, being a wife, being an aide, being a strain. The same thing he did to her came back on him. And no, I am not talking about karma. I'm talking about reaping and sowing. I know often the two of them similarly are translated the same way, but I'm speaking from a biblical principle and not even going to argue about that. But the point is that what this guy did came back on him. I will say some of you listening at me right now, have you ever done things to people done things out there in life and it came back on you? Come on, give me one, give me one, give me one. Somebody out there tell the truth and shame three devils. Yeah, you have. I maintain to tell you this is also spiritual warfare. So now once again, God forgives you. Once again, you translates out of the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of God's dear son. But often the things that we do, the seed that we sow brings forth a harvest. And all the time, we're not able to get away from it. Let's say that I ran out on Evelyn and got another lady pregnant and she and she had a little child. Even though Evelyn may forgive me, even if that baby's mama may me may find a civil way of dealing with it. I'm not going to get away from the fact that what I sowed, now I have to reap. Now I have to deal with. Are you hearing me? So people, I'm telling you, the things that God asks us not to do, they are preventive. They are curative. They are healing. This is why God tells us not to do certain things. Now, let me show you something in the English Standard Version, Proverbs 22, verse 8. Proverbs 22, verse 8 reads, Whoever sows injustice will reap calamity and the rod of his fury will fall. Now, so there are some people that have done you injustly. God going to get them. 
God going to get them. Listen, whosoever sows injustice will reap calamity. Got that? It will come back on them. Look at Proverbs 11 and 18. And by the way, soldiers, I am purposely not going to start talking about uh, uh, reaping money and the harvest of money and, and you'll get a hundredfold blessing. And, and I'm not going to do that on this tape because I want you to stay right where I'm at. Stay in the understanding of the real, simplistic, spiritual warfare of things you sow and the things you reap. Because I'm going to tell you something. As I was looking at this message, I said, oh, my Jesus, I am not going. Lord, every day I wake up, I'm going to try to be conscious to the fact that what I do, what I say, how I treat others can open the door to the same product, the same seed, the same sowing coming back to me. Are you hearing me? Sometimes some of us are wondering why nobody treats you right. Why nobody's fair with you. Are you? Sometimes we wonder why folks step up on us some kind of way. Have you been stepping up on people some kind of way? The wicked, listen there, Psalms, uh, Proverbs 11 and 18. The wicked earns deceptive wages, but one who sows righteously gets a sure reward. So that, you know, that goes along with that scripture in Proverbs that says, uh, wealth gotten by deceit shall diminish. Y'all have heard me talk about that before. I'm talking about the principle and the law of reaping and sowing. I'm talking about the spiritual ramifications. I'm talking about how things are inactivated in the spirit realm. What I'm saying to you all right here, right now is we need to be conscious today. We need to be conscious this morning. Somebody hear me talking. Somebody is listening to what I'm saying. We need to be conscious that what we do, what we say, even how you judge others can cause you to be judged. Now, this is not talking about calling something what God calls it and changing it because people get mad. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about being highly critical, not having any mercy. That Listen, judge, therefore, that you be not judged. Come on. For with the same judgment you meet, it shall be measured unto you again. Do you all see this? Now, let's go, go to uh, Ephesians 6 and 8. Knowing that whatever good anyone does, this he will receive back from God. Now I know what it is. I, I know you and me, we're human. We are human, man. We we want it back from people. But let me tell you, Ephesians 6 and 8, knowing that whatever good anyone does, this he will receive back from God. God, I want a God account. Come on, somebody. How many out there wants a God account? Are y'all hearing me? In other words, as I travel throughout the day, some of you are going to work. Some of you are going through life. Amen. Know this one thing that whatever good. Evelyn used to laugh. I used to laugh with baby face. Hey, honey bear, honey bear, can I, I'm going to share this about driving that you do. My wife has a principle of letting people in. Now, me and my male quick and in a hurry real fast. And this is Ivory. This is Ivory. Me and my quick want to be in a hurry. I, I was just going like, I, I just go on Zoom on. I'm in a hurry. I got to get there. Evelyn will drive, will drive. And if there's a, a, a decent way were to let somebody in, Evelyn will let them in. If traffic is trying to hold them up and just keep them right there. That's a principle that my wife has. She lets them in. And guess what? I, was, I sat and watched her. And I kept starting to see over and over again, people would just let us in. They would, as a matter of fact, the act 
act of sowing and reaping opened up a door. Just a simple thing as I'm trying to get in traffic and these people are so jamming so tight and looking like, you try to get in here. See what I'm going to do. Evelyn's principle of having the patience to give others a break to get in has caused us to reap the same thing. I'm talking about the spiritual ramification. I hope y'all can hear me on the level that I am talking. Let me go on to the next verses. Now, here goes the thing about the enemy or us. The stuff you do to people, the things you dig and set up for somebody else's life to be affected. Baby doll, it comes back. So we need to be conscious. Is anybody out there saying to yourself, saying to your, yourself and the Lord, Holy Spirit, forgive me when I've been doing things to folk. Matter of fact, I'm going to turn this over to God. I got to stop. Even in your family, some of y'all got family rivalry. Now, I did not tell you that you're going to run over there and they're going to act different. Matter of fact, it ain't even about them acting different. It's about you acting different. Look what it says in Psalms chapter 7, verse 15 and 16. I'm going to read it in the King James Version, and I'm going to read it in the New International Version. He made a pit. Now, check this out. He made a pit and digged it and is falling into the ditch which he made. Ooh, ooh, somebody got to hear this. Let me divide this verse. Make sure you hear this. Listen at this. So they dug a pit, a trap. Matter of fact, that's what Joseph's brethren did. Out of their jealousy, they took a young man, their brother. And they were so jealous of his coat of many colors that for no reason, if anybody had a reason to be angry, if anybody had a reason to be mad, Joseph should have been angry through life because they dug a pit and have fought and put him in it. Look what it says here. Psalm 7, 15, 16, King James. He made a pit and digged it. And is falling into the ditch which he made. Almost like that wicked Haman. How many of y'all remember Haman? Haman dug. Haman turned around and thought that he was going to hurt Mordecai. And the same gallow that he made for Mordecai to hang on, he hung himself. People of God, whether you are saved or sinner or saint, this is a universal principle. You keep digging pits for other people to fall in, and you're going to mess around and fall in that same pit, whether you call yourself sanctified here with the Holy Ghost or just an average person that may even be an atheist. You dig the pit, you can sow from what you dug. His mischief shall return upon his own head, and his violent dealing shall come down upon his own pate. Are y'all hearing me? This is a universal principle. And it ain't got nothing to do with whether you speak in tongues or whether you go to first so-and-so church or whether you are an apostle so-and-so. It has nothing to do with that. It is a universal principle by God. So I'm talking about the spiritual warfare of sowing and reaping. And this battle here is a day-to-day -day battle. This battle here is a conscious battle that one must. Come on, Dick, and examine your own self. You don't need nobody to bottle down behind you and tell you nothing. Let this resolute in your spirit, man. In Psalms chapter 7, verse 15 and 16, in the New International Version, it says, Whosoever digs a hole and scoops it out falls into the pit they have made. The trouble they cause recoils on them. Whoa! Recoils. Boomerang effect. Their violence comes down on their own head. Is anybody hearing this? In this message here, I am talking about the spiritual warfare of reaping 
and sowing. There is a spiritual principle that is enacted. God created it, and it is enacted, and it is a universal, God-anointed principle. It is the truth. Now, soldiers, I'm going to get ready to get up out of here. I'm going to say to you guys this. I ask that the Holy Spirit, I ask you, Father, to help Ivory. I'm talking about myself. Help me, God, to always remember the spiritual warfare of how I do, how I treat, how I act. Lord God, help me, Father. Now, other you pray for yourself. Lord, help me to examine myself, my critical attitude, my pride and arrogance. Lord God, help me, oh God, when I have been jealous or envious. Search me, oh God. Lord God, search my heart and undo the things that I've loosed and caused a manifested harvest. Heavenly Father, any time that's in our bloodline or in our action that we've gone to anyone to work evil, witchcraft, conjurer, sorcery, Lord God, we repent. Lord God, loose us from that, Father. And Lord God, the results, the multiplication that it has taken in my family line, now, Father, let the multiplication of holiness, the multiplication of uh, uh, that the uh, believing wife or husband sanctifies uh, each other, else were their husband unclean, else were their children unclean, but now are they holy. Lord God, let us have a renewed change in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. If any man or woman of God be in Christ, they are a new creation. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. Lord God, somebody has been hurt and wounded. Yep, you were done wrong. They did it to you exactly. It happened. Lord God, help them, Lord God, to release the judgment unto you. Because there is a universal principle that nobody gets away with nothing. I'm going to say it one more time. There is a universal principle that nobody, nobody gets away with nothing. Sweetheart, I'm going to tell you this. With this truth you're hearing this morning, let it be a guide to what to do with your life here on and thereafter. In Jesus' name. Look, you've been listening to the General of Deliverance. Apostle Ivory Hopkins, title of the message, The Spiritual Warfare of Sowing and Reaping. If you would like to make a donation to us, you could make a donation. We usually ask people so $5 donation, something to just kind of bless us. Amen. It helps me in Evelyn. Bottom line, it helps me in Evelyn. If you want to make a donation, a $5 donation or a donation of any size, you can go to Cash App, dollar sign, General Ivory Hopkins. That is in the cash app. It's dollar sign General Ivory Hopkins. Or you can go to our website at pilgrimsministry.org and you can hit that donate button and make a donation of any size. Well, guys, I will tell you like I usually do. I want you to always remember that God, he is watching. Have yourself a blessed day, soldiers. Good day. Bye bye. Well, praise God. I trust that you enjoyed that message. Well, look, my dear friend, this is Apostle Hopkins. Amen. And I'm getting ready to get on up out of here. Look, if you want to sow a donation and bless us, you can do it on our website at pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. Or you can go to our cash app and make a cash app donation to General Ivory Hopkins. It's just simply General Ivory Hopkins. It has been my pleasure, amen, to bring to you the things pertaining to kingdom, life, and family. So I trust these podcasts blesses you, and I'm going to catch you guys in another teaching. God bless. Bye-bye.